Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. Man, it is so good to be with you guys. I have been called a lot of things. I don't think I've ever been called a beast. Uh, So thank you, Eric. Love you. And um, Eric is a a special guy. I love him so much. Got such a a heart for God. And you know, uh, before I even move further into the service, I I know, um, you know, Pastor JP and Rachel are on sabbatical, but I just want you to know, I love them. They're like brothers and sisters to me, and they are such amazing leaders. And I just want to, I feel so honored to be able to be here with you today, to speak to you, to encourage you. And my prayer is that today, we together are able to see God break through in our lives. And so that's how I've been praying for you. Uh, but really, the privilege to be here, uh, I just want to thank Pastor JP and Rachel for the opportunity. And you guys are blessed. Do you know that? You're blessed. So do you have your Bibles here today? Maybe you brought, uh, uh, maybe you read your Bible on your phone or your iPad. That's acceptable as well. Less spiritual, but acceptable. And um, But uh, we, we're going to dive in today and... We are going to be looking in 2 Samuel chapter 5, 2 Samuel chapter 5, beginning in verse 17, beginning in verse 17. Now, uh, today, I kind of already said it, but today what I want to talk to you about is I want to talk to you about breakthrough. The title of my message is The God of Breakthrough. I am... I have, I have a, an amazing family. Uh, they're, they're at uh, Chicago Tabernacle, which is the church where one of the, uh, I'm one of the pastors at Chicago Tabernacle. And I forget, because I've been here so many times, I forget, I gotta introduce myself. Some of you might be new here. Um, but I, I'm a pastor here in the city, and uh, I'm married to an amazing woman named Susie. She's phenomenal. And, uh, and I have four kids, one is uh, adopted, and she's older. She's 26. And then I have a 10-year-old son, and he's 10. And then I have a 9-year-old daughter, and then I have a 7-year-old son. So my life is a lot of fun. I have so much fun because my kids yesterday, uh, you know, today uh, is Reformation Day. Happy Reformation Day, in case you didn't know. Um, and so for Reformation Day, we uh, our kids dress up for costumes. And um, so uh, they were dressed up yesterday and they had like little like, you know, samurai uh, buns. Like they took rubber bands and they got their hair and they got their swords and they were whacking each other. It was just awesome. I just had so much fun watching them. Well, one of the things that happens uh, very regularly at our house is dinner. And we, we eat dinner and my seven-year-old son, I've heard from other parents that they have a hard time getting their kids to eat. I have a hard time stopping my children from eating. Before I'm downstairs, they've already pillaged the fridge. We've had to make policies. It's like, you cannot eat unless you ask me. (laughs) And and the reason is is because 
um, all of the good food will be gone within a matter of moments. So anyways, um, I'm not here to tell you about all my woes, but the, when we sit down for dinner, what happens is Elliot, my youngest, he loves to eat. And when he eats, the food doesn't just go in his mouth. I think his clothes eat about as much as his mouth does. He, he enjoys eating. I mean, food is everywhere. It's, it becomes, it's a, it's a full body experience for him. And, and so uh, one of the things that my, my wife is trying to do, obviously, is trying to get him to not eat with his clothes. And so we were teaching him this, this thing called a napkin, and there's like, you know, you use a fork and knife, and I know he's seven. Some of you parents, I can feel the judgment. Just, it's all right, you know. Some, some people learn things sooner than others, and so anyways, he's, 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 he's learning. He's getting it, and, and so one of the things that my wife does is she says, okay, Elliot, if you're able to not get your clothes ruined by the food for one whole week, I will give you an allowance to buy your own clothes. Yeah. My daughter already has that allowance. She uses it. And so Elliot is like super amped about this because that means money. And one thing that he loves more than food is money. <laughs> and so... He, every single time, he is so amped because he sits down at the dinner table and, and, and he's like ready to go. But you know, there's, there's this thing that happens when the food gets in front of him, all bets are off. He loses all recollection of his other goals in life. And, and he just goes all in. He is fully devoted to that plate of food. And when he eats before long, this happens. Or, you know, you know he's, he's going all in. And so what happens is we say, Elliot, don't you remember? And he goes, ah. <laughs> he forgets. You know, Elliot needs breakthrough. <laughs> he needs breakthrough. He's got something on the other end that he wants to see happen. He wants to have that money in his pocket to go buy clothes. I still don't know what he would buy. I don't know what he, he's going to, it's going to be an amazing experience for my wife and me to watch. But he's, he wants to buy a sweatshirt or a hoodie or a costume. I don't know. But he is like so ready for that. But he is stuck at the dinner table with food all over his clothes. He needs a breakthrough. I think, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, being, I'm being funny, but I think all of us have an area of our life that we need a breakthrough. Maybe, uh, maybe there's an area of your life that is a little bit more serious. Maybe your finances, you, you can't get out of debt. You need a breakthrough in self-control. Maybe... Um, Maybe you've got, you need breakthrough in relationships. You're just, you're just, you're, you keep going from relationship to relationship and you're not sure what's wrong. You're not sure what's, what's happening. You need a breakthrough. 
so that God can be enough for you. Some of you, maybe your marriage is struggling and you don't know why and you've, you've read books and maybe you've even gone to counseling, but for whatever reason, you and your spouse are still fighting. You need a breakthrough of peace. Maybe some of you, God has put something in your, in your spirit. He's put something in your heart that he wants to do, something supernatural that goes beyond you. You need a breakthrough of the power of God in your life. All of us have something. We all have something that we need God to break through for us. And today, I want us to look at what the Bible says about breakthrough because it is something that all of us can experience because of what Jesus did on the cross. You see, every victory that is needed has already been accomplished on the cross of Jesus Christ. When Jesus went to Calvary and he died and then three days later he rose again, what he did is he conquered death, which is the greatest stronghold that any of us could ever possibly face. And he took the keys of death and hell. Jesus is victorious. And because he's victorious, that means that our inheritance is an inheritance of breakthrough. So today, there's really two types of breakthrough, uh, at least. And I think that the two that I'm, that I'm speaking of is that one type of breakthrough is when maybe you're struggling with a sin issue. Maybe some of you in this room, it's a relational issue, it's an addiction, it's, uh, it's just something that you, maybe it's a discipline issue. You know that there has to be certain disciplines in your life for you to be able to go to the next place in your career or in your life. Uh, and there's a, there's a sin issue, there's a, there's, a, there's a fault that's in your life that needs to be adjusted. That's one area. And then I think that there's another area that all of us, need breakthrough in, and that's the area, a breakthrough to see something new, to see new ground taken. I believe that, that God, he wants us to walk into the fullness of our calling, and sometimes walking into the fullness of our calling means that we have to have breakthrough in a certain area of our life to be able to experience that. And so I want to jump right into the text here because in this text, I believe there's a roadmap given to us for breakthrough. Are you ready to read the Bible? Do you love the Bible? I hope that you love the Bible. The Bible is the best book ever. That was an understatement. So the Bible is so good. I want you to fall in love with the Bible. If you haven't, just keep reading it. It'll begin to change your life. Listen to this, beginning in verse 17. I'm going to read here. I'm reading from the English Standard Version, and I think that they're going to put it up on the screen. It says this, When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come out, excuse me, had come and spread out in the valley of Rephraim. Now I want to I just stop here for a moment and give you a little background. So David is here and the Philistines are uh, an invading army that is coming into his land. 
Now, it's important for you to understand that immediately before this, what happened was David finally was able to take over the throne. You see, David, when he was a young boy, was anointed to be king over all Israel. And Samuel came and anointed him. And what happened was, is while he was in the field tending sheep, God says, you're going to be king of all Israel. It took about 14 to 20 years for him to get to this place. But he finally is here. If you're struggling and you're wondering when God's will for your life is going to take place, take courage. God did it for David. He'll do it for you. But listen, when the Philistines come against him, David is just now beginning to walk into the fullness of what God called him to. And so, verse 18, now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. Rephaim is a reference to giants. These are the descendants of giants. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. And David came to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore, the name of that place is called Baal Perazim, which means Lord of the breakthrough. And the Philistines left their idols there, and David and his men carried them away. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not go up, go around to the rear and come out against them opposite the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself for then the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded him and struck down the Philistines from Geba to Gezer. Jesus, today we want to see breakthrough. And right now, I pray, O Holy Spirit, that you would begin to convict of sin, that you would begin to raise our vision for what you have for us, that, Lord, after we walk out of this place today, we would have secured in the spirit realm what we will walk out this week in the natural. I pray, O God, Lord, that you would give us the grace to press into your Holy Spirit today, to not be even lazy as we hear your word, but, Lord, to hear it and apply it, O God. Lord, we want to be your disciples who follow you and do like you do. So God, today, would you speak to us? Would you encounter us? Would you meet us in a powerful and a profound way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe that, that you have things in your heart and things in your mind that God, he wants to change. You know, does anyone ever have that feeling like there's just this one thing? If I got this one thing fixed, I think that I would be like a super Christian. Anybody ever feel like that? You're like, man, if this one area of my life was to change, I think that it would be like a dominoes effect in all of my other faults because I know I'll never be perfect, but all my other faults, would they would be gone, right? There's like this thought that we have. It's, it's actually false. Sorry to discourage you. But we have been called to be 
warriors and soldiers. We will constantly be fighting battles. But here's, here's another lie that comes along with that lie. This lie is, you know what? You're just not able to break through in this area. This one for you, that's just going to be your cross to carry. But, you know, I just want you to know, sin is not a cross to carry. Sin is nailed to the cross. Jesus carried it. So if you're struggling with sin, it is God's will for your life for you to have breakthrough. Here's how it goes. This is what I want you to remember, okay? God breaks through, then you fight and win. God breaks through, then you fight and win. God breaks through, and then you fight and win. I love this story. Look, here's what happens. David finally begins to walk into his calling, and then what immediately takes place? The devil comes and starts to attack him. Have you ever noticed that when you start to do what God's asked you to do, you start, maybe you start tithing, right? And you start trying to get your finances in order. What happens? You get a bill in the mail that you weren't expecting. The IRS didn't give you a check back. It asked for money. You, you're like, wait, what's going on here? You begin to do the right thing and all of a sudden the enemy begins to attack you. You start to, this is what happened to David. David, he was king. And you know, here's, here's something, that I, and I can't preach for too long. I gotta, I gotta get this fast, but this is just so good. The Bible's so good. Listen, David becomes king and the minute that the nation is united, the devil attacks when you get united with your family, when you get united with your church, do you have a grudge against someone here? You should deal with it after service. You should either tell them what's bothering you or you should repent to them. Because let me tell you something, when Oasis is united, you'll be unstoppable. The Holy Spirit wants to bring unity here. That's not what I'm preaching about. Let's keep moving. Listen, David went up to the stronghold and he noticed that in the valley, there's a problem. Here's the first step that you have to recognize if you want breakthrough. You gotta call out when the enemy is in your valley. I think that sometimes people get discouraged because they've been dealing with something for so long that they're just like, yeah, that's just like my, you know, it's just my little pet dragon. It's like, it just stays there and you know, he's small now. So it's okay if he's there. But David, he says, okay, the enemy is in my valley. Listen, you have to acknowledge the thing that you need breakthrough for if you want breakthrough. Because sometimes breakthrough is like this spiritual word that we could throw around like, yeah, I just need breakthrough. No, when you recognize the thing that is in your life, maybe it's a spiritual breakthrough. Maybe you need breakthrough in healing. Maybe you need breakthrough in your spiritual gift. Maybe you need breakthrough in courage. Maybe you need breakthrough in your sexual life because you're falling and you say, God, I know that you can give me deliverance and freedom. God, he's able and he's capable, but you have to call it out. David inquired of the Lord, 
Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will certainly give the Philistines into your hand. I love that word. I love the word certainly. Do you know why? It's so sure. It brings me so much comfort. When you ask God, God, will you give me victory over this area that I need breakthrough in my life? I believe God's answer to you is certainly. If you're struggling here and you're like, yeah, but I've already prayed that. I already tried that. Let me tell you something. God is the God of breakthrough. That is his name. It is not just his name, it is his character. You can rely on God to be the God of breakthrough for you. You don't have to wonder if that's something that is reserved for someone super spiritual. Breakthrough is for you. Listen, um, in the desert in Israel, uh, there's... um, there's what happens is these flash floods take place. And you see what David said is he says, you know what, God breaks through for me basically like a flash flood. He, he breaks through like a flood breaks through. Now, I used to live in Southern California. Many of you might be asking, why did you move to Chicago? It's a good question. We could talk about it later. But the reality is, is that in, in Southern California, what we used to do is we used to go out to the desert and we would go out there and we would paintball and we would uh, just go camping and have fun. And, and so the desert is actually really mountainous and it's rocky, um, but it's very dead. And I always used to drive and I remember driving out to the desert and there was these signs and the temperature was like 100 degrees and there was no clouds in the sky. And I always remember, do you guys have that picture? I always remember seeing these signs that said this. Um, do you have that picture? Maybe, maybe it's not there. Anyway, there it is. Flash floods. Can you guys read that? Flash floods. And it was almost comical. I was like, flash floods? Dude. I'm in the desert. What are you, what's going on here? And we would drive, and I, I'm just like laughing because I'm like, what are you talking about a flash flood? What I didn't realize was that the way that rain works is that when the ground is moist, the water hits the ground, and the ground absorbs the water. But in the desert, what happens is the ground becomes hot and sterile and dry and hard. And what happens is when the water hits the ground, it begins to roll over the ground and not seep in. So every drop of rain that comes into the desert begins to roll away. And so what happens is in the desert, and you can kind of see the mountains, all of these, uh, there's, there's these dry riverbeds. And we used to drive down these dry riverbeds and we would go off-roading, obviously, and we would be, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. But in these dry riverbeds, you would kind of ask the question, it's like, hmm, I wonder how this got here, you know? And, and what happens is when it rains, within minutes, within moments, all of a sudden, the desert is full of rivers. Do you have that other picture? Look at this. This is a desert in southern Israel. 
And what happens is, and you might not be able to make it out very well, but there's rocks and it's all sand. But when the rain comes, it's like waterfalls all over the place. What David was saying is, God, in a place that is not expecting water, you break out like a flood. Maybe in your life, you're like, this area of my life is so dry. This area of my life, it needs so much help. It needs so much. I just don't know if God can ever meet this place. Listen, I want to tell you, in the kingdom, this is how it works. In the kingdom, God loves to rain on dry ground. He loves to send rain to the desert. And so if you feel like you're the last person that God wants to bring breakthrough to, you are the greatest candidate. Because God loves to rain on dry places. He loves to bring breakthrough. Now listen, and I'm going to wrap it up. It says this in verse 22. It says, and the Philistines came and yet again spread out in the valley of Rephraim. Man, I hate it when that happens. Don't you hate it? You, you, you deal with an issue. You're like, God broke through for me. And then like 10 minutes later, you're dealing with the same thing. You think, man, God has given me breakthrough. Look at all the things that God has done. And then you're like, oh, well, you know, if God gave me breakthrough in this area, if God gave me breakthrough in this area, that means I'm never going to struggle with it again. I'm like untouchable from that. But that's, that's actually not true. Breakthrough, it happens, and then you got to fight it again. You see, The opposite of breakthrough is being stuck. The opposite of breakthrough is being stuck. So when you're not experiencing breakthrough, what you're experiencing is bondage. But if you're walking in breakthrough, you can still be fighting a battle, but you're winning. So when you walk in breakthrough, you're not stuck by your circumstances and in bondage by your sin. When you're walking in breakthrough, you're still fighting, but you're winning. When God wants to do something new in your life, when he wants to give you breakthrough, what he's doing is he's giving you supernatural power to overcome things that you couldn't do on your own. Do you guys say amen here? God he wants to give you breakthrough. I'm just teasing. Don't be offended. I'm, he wants to give you breakthrough. He wants to break through for you. So listen, I love this. Sometimes God, he wants you to be so dependent on him that he'll give you breakthrough in all sorts of different ways. You know, yeah, if we could have the band come up. Um, I love this because David, he was, he was here and he was saying, Hey, uh, God, how do you, how do you want me to do this? And God says, this time go from behind. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the trees, then rouse yourself. Can you imagine David going to his men? Okay, guys, so here's the game plan. This time, we're going to hide in the trees. If anybody here's marching, come and tell me. 
why is there another army coming? No, 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 no. I mean, like marching on tops of the trees. His men are looking at him and they're kind of like, okay. David, he had a very unique uh, uh, strategy given to him. But I just believe that in this room, God has unique strategies that he wants to give you. And you know, here's why I, I think God gives us unique strategies. Because he does not want you to go to him and say, God, how am I supposed to break through here? He tells you, you do it, and then for the rest of your life, you think that you don't need God. I think that sometimes you might come and, and, and sometimes you come and, and you're praying and you're on your knees and you're begging God to break through and then he breaks through for you. And then the next time you're looking for breakthrough and so you get on your knees and you're like, that. Yeah, this is the way to do it. So I'm going to get on my knees. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray and I'm going to break through. And God says to you, he says, but this time I want you to go and ask that person for forgiveness. And you're like, no, no, I'm, this is the way we do it. God, he wants to give you breakthrough, but you have to be willing to be sensitive to his voice. You see, breakthrough happens in the spirit realm before it happens in the natural. God said to David, he says, when you hear the marching in the tops of the trees going ahead of you, then you go. In other words, I'm leading this thing. David's saying, God, um, can we just do like that breakthrough flood thing again? Can you do that one again? Why are, why are you marching in the tops of the trees? And God's like, well, because my ways are higher than yours. Because the way that I do things is supernaturally good. The way that you do things is long and hard and not good. What do you need breakthrough for today? Last thing I'll say, God brings breakthrough and then you fight and win. When you hear the sounds of the footsteps in the tops of the trees, then rouse yourself. People of God, you have to fight. You still have to fight. Sometimes we want to go and just pray and say, God, you're going to take care of this one. It's like, I'm going to just throw a Hail Mary pass and hopefully everything works itself out over there. That's not how it works with God. He says, no, I want you to be a part of this process. I want to teach you about my character. I want to bring you through the wilderness. I want to bring you through the dry place. I want you to be with me as I'm leading you, and I want you to fight so that you can be strong. You know, what's interesting is God went before David, and he fought the battle, and he gained the victory, but David still had to fight. David still had to carry his sword, and he still had to send his soldiers in. You know, the, the distance from... Uh, where was it? From Geba to Gezer was 17 miles. That means that they had to fight almost an entire marathon. They were fighting for a long time. It was a long distance. But God says, I still want it for you. 
You know, sometimes you have to just trust that God, he knows exactly what you need. Come on, will you stand? God has a way that he wants to bring you victory. Today, I don't know what you're, what you're dealing with here, but can I encourage you? Fight. God goes before you and he wins the victory and then he invites you to come in and fight. I don't know what's going on in the room. Maybe you've got an issue with your finances. Maybe you need a breakthrough in finances. Maybe you're in your career, in your workplace. You need a breakthrough. You actually need God to provide uh, new skills to you. Some of you, you feel stuck and you're tired of looking around and seeing everyone else's success and you need a you need a breakthrough to be able to say God I know that you're with me I know that you're going to bring me to the next place Some of you you're bound by sin and you know that there's a call on your life but you're like I just can't move forward unless I deal with this God, I believe that he wants to bring breakthrough in the supernatural way in the spiritual right here today this is something for all of us. This is something for you today. God wants to bring you breakthrough. 